is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Hello, it's Jason Manford here. This is my podcast. Now, obviously, it is different to the radio show because you don't get the music and the adverts and the news and all that sort of stuff. But I want you to still feel included in some of the topics. So if a topic comes up that you think, you know what, I've got something about that, feel free to message me on Twitter or Facebook and at some point I'll get round to that message and it can even be included in the podcast next week. So do feel free to be as interactive as the listeners who bother their asses to get out of bed to listen to us on a Sunday morning. Jason Manford Absolute Radio Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Ellie Taylor is my guest. It's been so long since we've actually seen each other. I think the last time we saw each other was a charity gig a few years back. I think it was. Yeah, the Union Chapel. Oh, yes, that's right, yes. Uh, depression that was it. thing, wasn't it? Yes, really funny. It was, re- it was really funny night. depression. Yeah, it was a weird one, that, wasn't it? Because <laughs> a lot of the people in the audience were like suffering from depression. We were like there to cheer them up as well. Yeah. I don't know if that works. I don't think it works on a <laughs> long-scale level. But um, but it was definitely worth doing. And yeah, I've got... Yeah. Uh, um, when you've been affected by it as well, it was it was uh, it was a good gig to do. Um, you, um, of course, uh, famously, uh, not that anybody watched it, but we, <laughs> we unfamously, unfamously, infamously, infamously, we did uh, show me the funny. Yeah, which was a show I presented for ITV uh, many moons ago. How long? Yeah, ago? I think six or seven years ago. Yes, and you were one of the contestants. Yeah, uh, one of the people who were. Uh, well, you were sort of already a comedian, weren't you? But well, yeah, but I'd, I'd quit my job to do it. I was still... Yes. So the premise... Oh, see, yeah, right. the premise was... It was like sort of like the X Factor for comedy. That was what so I it, was told as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they got ten comics, and um, you had to do a gig each week on That's sort right. of in, in spe- very specific areas, and yes. then it was a knockout stage. Uh, yeah, so I quit my job to do it, and I'd never been paid for a gig, and I quit my job to, to work in comedy. Yeah. And I didn't have a clue what I was doing. No. Um, nobody did on nobody that show, did. to be honest. <laughs> It was one of those shows that should have worked and just didn't. I don't no, know what. I know. I don't, what? No one listened to a word I said, even though I was the only comedian in yeah. the production. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it was it was fun to do, and I think who won it in the end? Must have been Monaghan, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, Patrick Pat- Monaghan. Yeah. He's still doing the gig now. Patrick, yeah. he never <laughs> he, he never stops. He never stops hugging people. Um, but it was fun. It was a fun gig to do, I must say. But uh, we did some weird gigs together, didn't really we? Really so we, weird ones. Liverpool was it a Liverpool gig to just women? Was yeah. It? That was it. That was the first one we did. That was the first one. We did one in Catterick to the, all the soldiers. Yes, we went up to Catterick and did that a soldiers That was terrifying. Gig. I was terrified at that one and God. that was the compare. We had to have like, there was just loads of tanks behind us. That was the background. Yes, that's right. As tanks. if it was to make people feel less, you know. Nervous. Yeah, that was scary. Awful. <laughs> it was a crazy idea. <laughs> it was one of those ideas when I, because I, when I, I first went into the meeting and they said, right, we've got this idea. It's like, uh, like you said, it's like X Factor, but for comedians. Um, we get loads of comedians on and, you know, we judge them every week. Who's there, whoever's the funniest goes through to the next round. You're like, perfect, that sounds great. And by the time it actually started, it was like, right, can you run around 
Liverpool centre yeah. and like talk to people yeah. and like, it was like, hang on, what is this street, mate? Like, yeah. what, what, <laughs> that what is, is what this it now? was like. And we weren't allowed to see the room before we gigged. Yeah. So we'd have to sort of just turn That's up right, blind. Yeah. Onto, they made it as hard as possible and so unlike a normal gig. Yeah, could you imagine if you went to the comedy store yeah. right, and you're doing a gig and Don Ward, who runs a comedy store, met you outside and he said, right, good luck tonight. And you were like, oh, great. Can I have a look at the room? No, 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 no. No, no. No, no you can't look at the room. Uh, just as soon as you go on, that's the first time you can see the room. And you have to do five minutes new material based around the comedy store in London. Yes, it has in to be. In front of uh, industry professionals. Okay, <laughs> cool. Enjoy. Oh, dear. I wonder why it didn't work. Yeah, me too. Oh, well, they can't all be winners. Uh, <laughs> 8 12 15 is the text this morning. If you are up and about, uh, do let us know uh, what you're up to. It's always nice to hear from you. Uh, and uh, just let us know. We're on Twitter as well, if you fancy a bit of that, on Absolute Radio. That was I, I presented a new show this week. It's called Big Head. Starts at the end of uh, end of April on ITV, where contestants wear massive celebrity heads. Sure, right, yeah, why not? You know, and then they play ridiculous games. It's sort of uh, based on the old French uh, Jean uh, Frontier, or uh, it's a knockout would be our our closest uh, similarity, and. Um, all my all my links were like, welcome to Big Heads, the game where contestants run around uh, playing ridiculous games with massive celebrity heads on. It can't all be broad church. You know, like they, <laughs> that's all, every link was something like that. What do you want it to be called? Sure. <laughs> it's called Big Heads. You know. Sure. So, um, yeah, so it was, it'll be interesting. Um, it's the first show I've properly done, which... Um, because obviously a lot of my stuff is topical. So yeah. uh, 8 out of 10 cats, comedy rocks... Um, even live at the Apollo and things like that, you record them and then they go out and the next time you do them, you've got a bit of time to have a little think, see what how it went down. But this is the first time I recorded oh, six dude. episodes, yeah. done. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So we'll see. That starts at the end of the, end of the month. But I think that's good. If you're, if you're sort of doing it with a like, tongue-in-cheek, this is weird. I think that's what I've gone for. Basically, what I've tried to do is do all the jokes Twitter would try to do yes. before them. Perfect. So yeah, my, uh, you know, it's essentially the show where nobody at ITV said no to anything. Like every idea is like, should we have um, like Donald Trump versus Putin versus uh, <laughs> David Beckham, <laughs> and uh, and they've got to go on a on a travelator that lo- looks like a red carpet with twenty foot bouncers. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, <laughs> let's absolutely do that. This sounds amazing. It's Saturday, you know, it's Sunday night, seven o'clock. As I said at one point, this is the one link they won't let me use. Hello, welcome to Big Heads, the show uh, where uh, contestants run around for money wearing massive celebrity heads. It's like a dumbed-down ninja warrior. Yes! <laughs> no, they weren't like, that's a bit, they were, that's a bit harsh, that, actually, Jason. It's ninja warrior with satire thrown in. That's, yeah, they've it's tried actually to, very nuanced. Yes, exactly. It's very clever. It's very clever. Um, but I'll let you know more about that uh, nearer the time. Uh, later on in the show, we've got David Finn on, who's uh, in School of Rock uh, in the West End at the moment, who's nominated for an Olivier, uh, which is uh, the award ceremony that I'm uh, I'm presenting. Oh, in a are few you? Weeks time. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. that's amazing. That's our link. That's why we've become a lame page oh. on Sunday, even though a lame page is still a lame page on Sunday. Are we going to do uh, shout out for some Amdram groups yes, in, we'll, like, Norwich? <laughs> yes, we'll do a bit of that, and then I'll go... <laughs> Laugh like a <laughs> lunatic, God love her. Uh, you're up this morning. Morning, Jason. We're up because we're heading to Cadbury's World oh. to eat our weight in chocolates. It'd be great to have a shout out to the Barnes family. Oh, have you ever been there? I haven't, no, but it sounds Oh amazing. my gosh, you get off the train at Bourneville, the station, and it just smells of dairy milk, oh. and it's a dream come true. I, that sounds pretty, that sounds like a day out. Oh. 
Chitty Chitty Bang Bang all over again. Yes, sweets it. and chocolate. Absolutely, the two sweets place. Um, that sounds pretty... Im- but isn't... Doesn't craft own Cadbury now, isn't it? All oh, like, yeah, you're right. Isn't it all like... So you've got like... You're like, mm, this is nice chocolate. And then next, one's well, it's just like cheese and yeah. <laughs> dairy milk fondue. They've changed the recipe, haven't they? That's what they said of like... That's uh, what people are kicking off about. And everything's a bit smaller as well. But I think, you know, with an obesity problem in this country, that's no that's no bad thing, is it, if we go... That's really sensible, though. I don't want to think about that one, eat chocolate, thanks very much. No, I know, but you're tall and thin and good-looking. Like, when you're, like, a bit chubby like me, that, that could that's a good thing. You say that, Jason, I've got 25 pairs of Spanx on this morning. <laughs> <laughs> As at eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning. If you are up and about, do let us know. Let's have a let's find out what you're doing. Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. Good morning. Hope you're very well. It's Jason Manford and Ellie Taylor this morning. Good morning. Morning. You're very chirpy. I am. I don't know why. Are you a morning person? Yeah. Once I'm up, I'm up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm quite. I think I'm quite happy. I'm not at all. I was like. Even this morning, I mean, I did the Let's Dance thing last night, oh, which, yeah. of course, you were a contestant on yeah. uh, a few episodes ago. Yes. What did you dance to? What, what uh, I did Little Mix Black Magic Brilliant. with magician Pete Furman. Fabulous. I appeared out of a box, Jason. It was quite something. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, so I was just a judge. I've been, I've, been on, I've been just a judge before as well. So this and, is the, uh, the BBC One thing for Red Nose Day, and yeah. it was a final last night, Yeah, right? it was a big final. <gasps> Let's sing and dance, of course. That's it is it. Yeah, because you have to sing this. Yes. Oh, good lord! Uh, it was it was pretty epic. Like it was. Um, who was on? There was the the one show people. There was uh, Casualty and Holby. Yeah. Uh, Alison Hammond, who won your yeah. Uh, Sarah Pascoe. Sarah Pascoe did very well. Um, who won it? The the Chasers won the it. Chasers didn't they? won it. Yes. Amazing costumes. Amazing. Fantastic. They did uh, a medley from uh, from uh, Wizard of Oz, and uh, and they were great. It was really, it was really. Good I remember fun. watching their one. The lady, the lady chaser, is a really. She's really good. She's a really good singer. Yes, the vixen. The vixen. Is it, that's what she called. I don't know yeah. the real names. Funnily enough, I'm like that will do. The vixen. Don't know. I just Who know needs that. a real name when your nickname's the, the vixen? Chick. Yeah, quite, quite. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was really fun to do. Um, but uh, I don't think I'd ever do it. What you'd be well, yeah, because you'd be too good at it. You'd be fine. But that, then the pressure would be on, wouldn't it? Because they'd be like, "Hang on, you can already do these things." Yeah. So oh, yeah. That's the, the bar is is raised. Yeah. I got to wear a dress. The dress I wore was from Strictly. I saw I was it. So excited. I saw it, and it was like right down the front. Yeah, but it was all fa- again. It's Spanx. It was basically Spanx at the front. <laughs> it was boob Spanx. That's what <laughs> I had. Spanx, crying. But it was because because everyone in Strictly is tiny little women. Of course. So they had to they had to um, cut out a piece of the gusset and add an extra bit of gusset to lift everything up for me. I don't think I've ever heard the word gusset said so much. It's such a good word, though, isn't it? And I really enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those words I'm like, I'm not sure that you know what it is. I do, but I also know that uh, I often use a gusset envelope. (laughs) Yeah. Is that a thing? That's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. That's a real thing. Oh, wow. World's gone mad. We're learning, aren't we, this morning? Rosemary's up and about this morning. She says, morning, Jace. I'm up as I'm taking part in my first very hilly 10K in memory of my mum and to raise money for Marie Curie. The money will go towards them attending a bespoke British sign language and deaf awareness course. Oh, what a lovely thing to do. Yeah, she says, I have your podcast from the last couple of weeks saved up to listen on my run. Big fan of the show, she says. Aw, Turn it to Steve, right. (laughs) That's the second person who said love the show this morning, which I'm I'm starting to get into. I've always wondered on Steve, right, whether... They genuinely say that. <laughs> it like, just adds it in on everything. But is it? Does, is it? 
it sort of works on two ways, like because every text, right? And I've been on the show as a guest, right? And obviously, I've never got to see the screen, so I don't know. Every text says, "Love the show." I mean, every texter. <laughs> but is it to a point now? Like, if I was texting the show, I would put "Love the show" because everyone else has done it. It's like self-perpetuating. Maybe to get onto the screen, you have to write "Love the show." Maybe that's the trick. It's very clever. He's very clever, Steve, right? <laughs> very clever. Uh, Michelle, good morning. I'm up because the cat jumped on my head and refused to move until I got up and fed him. The kids copped onto the noise and I now have the hokey coke going on in the front room. Oh, blimey. That's a busy old morning, isn't it? It's Mother's Day today. It is Mother's Day. That doesn't sound like the best Mother's no, Day in the does. world, does, does it? <laughs> Where's breakfast in bed? Where's your flowers? What's going on? Um, I, uh, did, have you, are you visiting uh, parents today? No, because no. my parents are busy spending all of my inheritance on a month-long cruise unbelievable it is unbelievable mum's just texting like oh we've crossed the international date line on the way to honolulu and you're, well, you're not right. getting any flowers this yes, morning mate. exactly yeah you can afford your own flowers yeah unbelievable oh wowzer so they are they're, they're out and about how old are they, your parents 60 something no you got a while before that inheritance anyway to well, be fair, well, yeah so. well it's not it's not going to be coming my way <laughs> it's not left unbelievable just staying on cruises all the time i know i got i bought my mum a fitbit Oh, my dad bought my mum one for her birthday and she got really cross. <laughs> <laughs> like a hint. Yeah. No, my mum genuinely wanted one. Oh, it yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, so I got her a Fitbit. I've, 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 annoyingly, I've come to work without mine this morning. I'm really annoyed. Do you like to do your 10,000 steps today? Yeah, to a point where I'll sometimes go for a walk at like half 11 at night. That's great. Right, I just need to sort this. Get this uh... Just stalk in the streets. And I've also got one of those little, um, those little uh, trampolines. You know the small trampoline? <laughs> yes. And sometimes I watch telly just like walking up and down on that. Wonderful. I know. I know. <laughs> no one's ever walked in on me. It's fine. Oh, but yeah, amazing. I've still got to put the kids to bed and I go, right, I'm getting on. I love it. Little bounce. Getting on the trampoline. Get on the, get, have a little bounce. Get to the 10,000 steps. Oh. Watching Harry Hill or something. <laughs> That's my life now. That sounds like a really 90s housewife thing to do. Just get a little bounce on the trampoline, pick up the kids from school. That's that's my life now. That's who I am. Let's get to the 10,000 steps. It's very, it's very competitive though. With yourself? Or no, with... no, with other people. Oh, right. Not just myself. I'm trying to beat my own record every day. No, like other people in the group are like, there's like little groups you can join. Oh, right. Work week hustles, they call it. Oh, and, who are you, uh, who's in your group? Like brothers and my mum right. and some pals. The, the, only, the only, what's really hard is... Um, is that I, uh, I'm i still in with a group with some of the cast and crew from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Right. You can't compete with crew. You can't compete with sound, man's, uh, sound men and, uh, uh, you know, the people who work behind the, like, behind the stage at these things. Why? Do they do a lot of walking? A lot of walking. Do they? Yeah, some of them are like 25,000 steps a day. I oh can't. My. Did you ever wear it when you did the show? Yeah. How many steps were you getting Something up? like 6,500 steps. It was like, it worked out about three miles or something. During the show? Yeah, and I'm sat in the car most of it. Singing Chitty, so <laughs> not a clue. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Emma's up and about this morning. Up bright and early to do 20-mile training run for the marathon. <gasps> Absolutely bricking it, she says. I'm not surprised. That's very soon, actually, the London Marathon. That is soon. Mal, well, I've just. I mean, I, I watch it on the telly, that as well. Just, I never... I never get up and out like I can watch it. I never, and I'll never do one. I did it two, did you? two years ago. And is it hard? Yeah, it's, yeah. Bro- it's broken me. I'm just not a natural runner, so no. my knees are screwed from it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all sorts of awful things happen to me. You want to get yourself a little trampette? <laughs> I think that's what they're called. Well, it, they are now. Trampette. Trampettes, yeah. That Soft sounds like on a, your knees. Yeah. Is that the right word, trampette? Well, I'm going to go with it. I, I like it. It must be. Sure. It sounds like a tiny, like, 
homeless person, doesn't it? But I don't, <laughs> I don't mean to. I didn't mean to say it like yeah. that, but that's what it sounds like. <laughs> or a type of pasta. Yes, it does. Yeah, yes, I'll have that with the trumpet. Trumpet, please. please. Thank you so much. Um, it's uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I remember the Manchester Marathon ran uh, about. When was it? It ran maybe about two years ago, and it, down the end of my road, about a four-minute walk, it was running past there, and all week I was like, I'm going to get up and out and have a and have a watch and cheer them on. Never did. Couldn't even bother oh, go to walk and <laughs> support people. I saw the, my favourite things I'm about doing the marathon. You are a terrible human. You could have made a sign. Could've. I loved the signs. Yeah. I saw some lovely ones when I was doing it. It was all like, you're amazing. Carry on, keep going until I got to about the twenty-mile point where mm. you're like, you're dying. Yeah. And there was just a really smug man by the side of the road with a homemade sign that was written on it. Does it still seem like a good idea? Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> that's my kind of guy, though. I like that. No, right? Fair play. So you must have had a little giggle at that, even at 20 miles. Oh, yeah. You know, through the pain. Through the but pain. also, do you not think, because those signs that say, oh, well done, you're amazing and stuff like that, they're not about you. Like No, they they are about you, okay, Jason. Right. Whoa, whoa, okay, for fine. goodness sake. Just saying, when he was writing the sign, he wasn't thinking, right, I hope, I hope Ellie Taylor runs past and sees this. No, that's exactly what I was thinking. And I'm going <laughs> to give her a jelly baby. That, that's also a really good bit. Jelly babies, yeah. yeah. Well, I fancy that bit. <laughs> Maybe I'll just go for that bit. What mile's that? I'll just do that bit. You're like 18 at least. <laughs> uh, Janice in Crawley, uh, she's uh, up and about. I don't know. I don't can't see the beginning of her text. She's just having lunch. So set, sorting out lunch. Uh, looking forward to it. Love the show she's put. It's become my new thing. Yes. I like it. I like That's this. That's a good catchphrase. I'm liking this love the show palaver. Uh, Teresa and Peter driving home to Cardiff from Bristol Airport after a fantastic weekend in Dublin. That's a great place, isn't it? Never Dublin? been. Never been to Dublin? No. Shut up. Never been to Southern Ireland. How have you never been to Dublin? I don't know. It's like the weird thing. I've been to New York like three times and I've never been to Dublin. That's just weird. Isn't it? I've been to Belfast and that quite a lot. Belfast quite a lot of North... is great. Yeah, it's really great crack. Genuinely great crack. Yeah. Wonderful people. But you know, never been to Dublin. What I love about... What, what I did... Uh, what did I do? I did Chitty in Belfast and I did um, the producers in Belfast as well recently in the last couple of years. And both times... Um, they uh, People would like stop me in the street and go... They go, thanks for coming to Belfast. Thanks for coming. Aww. And they were like, like, as if I was like, well, I have to be here because I'm contractually obliged. Yeah. But I'm also enjoying, <laughs> I also enjoy your city. It's a great place. Yeah, they're wonderful people. Um, but Dublin's great. I would like to go because I've seen a lot of just, you know, jolly Irish pubs in films and I imagine it's just like that. Yeah, but you could, I mean, there's Irish pubs everywhere in the world. Like any, like if you're up a mountain, they'll be like an, an Irish O'Neill's pub. somewhere, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also you've got to try and get off the beaten track in Dublin as well because... If you just go into Temple Bar or whatever, that that's just mm. you know that's it's not proper Dublin. Like you've got to get out and find the little leprechauns, the little places. Yeah, they're not re- they're not real. What? Although I did go to the Leprechaun Museum when I was there last. Oh, did you? Well, I was there for three weeks, so it was <laughs> after three weeks you are starting to like. Right, what else is there? <laughs> I went to the Leprechaun Museum. Is it interesting? Yeah, it was fine. It was good, but there's a great there's a room in there where you, all the furniture's big, <gasps> so you get to be a leprechaun. <gasps> Amazing. That's pretty epic. Get to sit on a massive, cool. like a massive chair or whatever. Um, I went by myself as well. So <laughs> <laughs> by myself at the Leprechaun Museum, just with loads of Americans. That's amazing. Because a lot of them do think leprechauns are real as well. Sure. Yeah. So leprechauns. Where can we find them? Can we find actual leprechauns in the city? Can we buy one? Yeah. Can we shoot it? <laughs> Uh, Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. If you are up and about, uh, we're going to be talking about telly very shortly. Um, I made a little appearance on a, a little TV show this week, uh, where a lot of people I didn't advertise it. It was just I just 
I just sprung up on a little kids' TV show uh, this week. And so I'm after your ones. I'm after your the time that you were on the telly. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be random. It's not going to be like me and Ellie who actually get to choose, like, generally, like, will you do this TV show? And we're aware that it's happening. I want to know if you've made it on the telly just randomly or a film. I'm into it, okay? This is... Jason Manford. This is... Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Getting a lot of show love this morning. I'm liking this new Steve Wright way of working. (laughs) Uh, And in Bridge North. Morning, Jason. I'm up early getting ready to move house next week. Uh, Well, we're drinking tea and listening to the radio. Like the show, she said. Keeping Uh, us on our toes there, I think. Yeah. Well, Tony's gone even one further. He says, Jason, don't dislike the show. (laughs) Just about to go out. Fair play to you, Tom. I'll take that. I'll take it. Uh, I hope you're very well this morning. 8.12.15 is the text this morning. You don't have to keep saying love the show, though. Uh, But, I mean... Please do. Um, <laughs> talking this morning about the telly. So this week, Ellie Taylor, I'm hmm. sure you'll know because I popped it on my Facebook page, uh, but uh, I was on Twirly Woos. The Twirly Woos. Now, you don't have uh, Little Ends. I'm not within this world, no. So um, this is it's a big show. It's a big show. <laughs> Chris will tell you. Chris Chris knows. You've got little ones, haven't you, Chris? Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he knows all about the, about the kids. Um, I mean, you're, you're a fan of Bing, aren't you, more than anything? I, yeah, really big fan. <laughs> he loves Bing. <laughs> Love that guy. He loves Bing. Um, but uh, Twirly Woos are just, they're just mischievous, very mischievous little uh, creatures, bird type uh, creatures. Right. Anyway, I was playing tennis against them and uh, doing my best uh, Buster Keaton uh, physical silent comedy. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. But I tell you what, I've done, I mean, I've done some big shows over the years. I've been on some big shows. I've been on shows where there's, you know, millions and millions and millions of viewers. And uh, you get, you know, you get a handful of texts. I mean, last night I was on Let's Dance. I don't know how many people watched it. Let's say five, six million, probably at that sort of time. Maybe, sure. maybe smaller, maybe four. I don't know. I got maybe twenty tweets to yeah. say I was on it live at the Apollo. Probably get about thirty or forty tweets saying oh, I saw you on the show. Um, Twirly was this week. Without exaggeration, I think I probably got maybe four hundred <laughs> tweets and messages from people to say, "Did I just see you on the Twirly Woos? Is that because it's just parents bored yes, out of their minds? Bored out of their brains, watching kids telly, and then suddenly someone they half recognise pops up. Or they think they're so tired they're hallucinating. Yeah, is that Jason Manford playing tennis <laughs> against the Twitters? I need to go back to sleep. It does sound like a dream, doesn't it? Yes, it was really weird, but great fun. And it was one of those shows that I did. Um, I met the producers at an awards thing, and then I said, I'd, my, my kids are such huge fans of your show. And of course, it takes so long to actually get round to filming it, and then it takes so long to. Uh, for it to come out. My kids now no longer watch the Twilly Woods. <laughs> so I basically did it for myself. All right. <laughs> so it was, uh, but no, it was great fun. It was great fun to do. So I'm this morning wondering what shows you've been on. Have you been on the telly? I'm interested to know. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. Now, obviously, Ellie, you've done uh, a few TV shows. What was, mm. the, what was, what's your biggest TV show that, you, that you've done? Other than um, Let's Dance, I suppose. Uh, put Live at the Apollo. Of course. It's pretty big. That's a big one. It's exciting. Yeah. And you've done voiceover stuff, haven't you? Yeah, I like that. What was your big show on BBC Three? Didn't you have a big... Oh, I did... Um, oh, that was a show called Snog, Marry, Avoid that used That's to right, be. yeah. Snog, Marry, Avoid. It was very hashtag highbrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a dumbed-down ninja warrior, was yeah. it? Yeah. 
love Ninja Warrior. Ninja Warrior is a great show. Um, great. So we've we've been, we've done little bits and stuff, but I want to know about like real people. Like what, what have you done? Uh, so Melanie Hughes messaged me on Facebook. Blind date ninety eight got picked. Oh. Did Silla have to buy a hat? That's what we want to know. That's what we want to know. Claire Smith, I was hypnotised by Darren Brown in the TV special The Assassins and I had a famous argument with Philip Schofield on Going Live when I was 12. Oh, so famous. I mean, I'd like to find out more about that famous argument that I don't know anything about. There's one here from Stuart Boyland who says, mm. won a Nintendo 64 and the Big Breakfast in 1997. In many ways, my life has been headed downhill ever since. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Big Breakfast. I mean, of course, the show was on every day for a long time. Um, so there's a lot of people messaging about uh, being on Big Breakfast back in the day. So definitely keep them coming. Adam in Windsor says, I once got confused for a horse owner at Royal Ascot and ended up presenting an award with Gok Wan. I was on TV <laughs> for- I was on TV for a good 20 minutes, even got interviewed by Claire Balding. That's fantastic. I mean, that's, that's a beauty. That. That's like that one on BBC News where a guy yeah. wanted to be a security guard that ended was, up being interviewed. That was amazing, that, wasn't it? He was there for ages. Oh, he, did, he tried really hard. <laughs> it's Bless one of, him. It's one of my favourite TV clips ever. So 8.12.15 on the text this morning. Uh, let us know if, uh, if you've been on the telly. I want to hear from you. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, hope you're well this morning. 8.12.15 on the text. Uh, we're asking you if you've ever been on the telly. Uh, and, of course, if you want, um, we're doing a little bit of... Uh, we'll do some mum shout-outs at some point as well for Mother's Day. So uh, so stick around. Uh, plenty coming up over the next couple of hours. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio uh, talking this morning about the telly. Have you been on the telly? Uh, Ollie from Colchester says, Jason, uh, I was on Motormouth as a kid talking about my pet rats. Motormouth? It must have been before our time. That so young. I say our time. <laughs> your time and I don't remember it. <laughs> we didn't have a telly for a long, a long of those, a lot of those years. Uh, hi, Jason. In uh, This is, uh, who's this? Oh, no, no. Hi, Jason. In the early 70s, I won a cookery competition and myself and the two runners-up were asked to appear on Magpie. I'm sure you're far too young to remember that show. Well, I am. I am, thankfully. Uh, but well done you. June Vincent, Pebble Mill. I do remember Pebble I Mill. I remember Pebble Mill. Pebble Mill at one for Slimming World. <laughs> she was on there. They gave us uh, wine and then told us not to eat the pre-packed food so fast. We were starving. I bet oh. you were. I've um, got one well, from here, sorry. Louise Moore. She says, mm. I was surprised on Saturday TV... Uh, with going live, Philip Schofield rang me up. Suddenly, my, a camera was in my face. I was wearing a beautiful dolphin T-shirt. Then Take That appeared in my front room. What? How cool is that? Sounds like a dream. It does. Yeah. <laughs> then the dolphin jumped off the T-shirt and <laughs> ate Mark Owen. Uh, Ian from Norwich said, uh, I'm hopefully on telly next month. I was I was uh, front row at your first show of Big Heads. Uh, this is, so this is the show that I'm... Uh, I'm for ITV that starts next month uh, the game show uh, it was the episode where the German guy who played Boris Johnson quit oh yeah there was a guy who uh, who quit the show halfway through oh yeah. wow yeah he did he just left why was he injured no he was just a well, I can't say the word. No, he was um, he was just in a bit of a mood because he got oh. beat. He was so oh. over-competitive that he got... Be- I mean, what was funny was he got beat in the whatever game it was. He got hit by a giant shark, right? <laughs> and then... And then was in a mood, and I, I was trying to I was trying to take him seriously, but he had a massive Boris Johnson head on, and he was sat in the mouth of a shark, and I was like, I don't think I can, 
I don't know. I don't know if I can take this seriously. Did he to be storm off stage with the big head on? Yeah, and he um, went. It's the only episode where we, I had to do a link where I was like, because usually you say we do like a closing goodbye link where we get rid of the person and uh, and off they go and they have a goodie bag or whatever it is and uh, <laughs> didn't get one. Didn't get one because he was like, no, I'm not going on. I was like, oh my god. All right, mate. It's only a game. It's only a game. Uh, hi guys, uh, the only time uh, that I've been on telly was uh, Newcastle United winning the championship years ago. At half time, I went on and had a kickabout on the pitch. I took a penalty, I presume he was invited on. Uh, I took a penalty against Tim Krul, the, uh, the, the Newcastle United goalkeeper. As I took a run up to shoot, I stumbled in front of 72,000 fans. Oh. It was embarrassing as I landed face first on hard ground. It actually caused a nosebleed. <laughs> Lawrence Rennick. Looking back at it now, I laugh. I don't know if you do, Lawrence. That's really, that's, I don't, he's scarred. And if you do, you shouldn't be. You should be deeply ashamed. <laughs> Terrible thing to have happened. And you spoil a lot of people's day that Aww. day by spoiling that. Uh, no, that is awful. What an awful thing to happen in front of all those people. Because football fans are cruel as well. Of all the fans, yeah, they're the cruelest. The amount of times that... I don't do it now. Every so often, Man City, who I support, they ring me up and they say, uh, "Oh, you come on the pitch at half time and do a bit." I say, "No, I'm not doing it." Because even my even the fans of my own club are so vicious. <laughs> it's like you know, there's only so many times you can hear fifty six thousand people chanting, "There's only one Johnny Vegas." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, I've not had a shave, <laughs> guys." Oh, you know. Amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, you fat uh, comes up occasionally. Uh, oh yeah, they're they're, they're vicious. Wow, they're pretty they go vicious. for everything. Oh, I they they go they go for whatever you're feeling sensitive about. Nice. Yeah, they know. They know. They, they know. know. They just know. They're like animals. Uh, they sense it. Yeah, they're like kids. That's what they're like. <laughs> they, they spot the thing that is your biggest weakness, and then they do a, a song that rhymes about it. <laughs> It's going to be heartbreaking. Um, talking about kids picking mm. out on mean things, um, my sister just sent me a picture that her little girl drew of her for Mother's Day. Oh, lovely. Complete with roots in her hair. Oh, wow. <laughs> How funny is that? That is harsh. So great, so honest. That is harsh. I had a moment this week when I was present. So I brought my kids along last Saturday night uh, to see uh, an episode of Big Heads being filmed. And I said, uh, I said to the kids, "Oh yeah, come and have a watch of the show." And they came into like to the audience and actually watched uh, some of the the filming happening. And afterwards, my daughter said, um, "She said, oh, daddy, that was really good fun." And I said, "Yeah." And my other daughter looked at me with these two big heads around me. One was Putin, one was Victoria Beckham, and she went, "You don't really like other daddies, are you?" <laughs> but she did not mean it as a compliment to my individuality. Oh. <laughs> Where real music matters. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day to all those mums out there. I uh, hope you're well this morning. 8, 12, 15 is the text. Ellie Taylor is my guest this morning. She is. She's here in the room. Uh, she loves the show. Uh, <laughs> Tolerating the show. <laughs> Tolerating the show. Uh, Lewis in Bristol says, Hi, Jason and Ellie. I was on TV. Joan Rivers had an Agony Aunt chat show in the UK. I told her I liked a particular kinky thing, uh, so she slapped me in the face. Wow. Wow. That sounds exactly like what Joan Rivers would do. James says, uh, Hi, Jace. Uh, my wife Lindsay's arm was on That's Life in the 80s with Shaking Stevens. <laughs> Very specific. Somebody said their nose was on casualty as well. We've had some just weird... That should be definitely a sh- for future shows. What bit of your body has been on a TV show? That's great. Yeah, what, what, yeah, what was wrong with you in casualty? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because they must... 
and a Holby, they must go through an awful lot of extras. When we were um, where, when I was doing Let's Sing and Dance for Comet Relief, so they film that in the same place in Earl Street, and yeah. so there was just people sort of walking around with head wounds. I saw Lee Mead in Scrubs; it was very exciting. <laughs> Uh, 8 12 15 on the text this morning. Uh, Neil says, uh, Jace, I once toe wrestled on Blue Peter back in the 90s. Blimey. Don't even know what toe wrestling is. It doesn't sound nice, though. <laughs> doesn't sound fun at all. It sounds exactly what would be on Blue Peter in the 90s. Oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> my um, my mum was on a quite a good show. Oh, go on. So, this is a good factoid for you. My mum and her and my granddad were the first ever winners on contestants and winners of the Generation game. Wow. How good is that? That is impressive. Did I don't know if win- they got a cuddly toy. I, I hope they did. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. the cuddly toy not even started Yeah, by I don't then. know, yeah. It was, it was and who was, was that ago. still Brucey? Was that, did Brucey start that off? I don't think, think it was someone else. Didn't they do well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, years ago. And then she's done, my mum's has quite a lot of quiz shows. Oh, is she, is she into So that? she's done like The Chase. Oh, wow. Um, tipping Point. I think she did 15 to 1. Brilliant. She's really smart. Is she? Has yeah, she won she, loads of money off them? She, yeah, she's done quite well. Has she? Spend it all on that blooming cruise. Yeah, of course. She's gone None on. of it's coming your way. No, absolutely not. Wow, that's good. I'm not wondering about quiz shows. I've done a couple of like celebrity quiz shows. I have. How have you done? I've done not, but not. I've not embarrassed myself. Right. But you know, obviously, I mean, a little bit of inside knowledge. They make it easier for all us. Don't know <laughs> what not, you are talking not, about. When you go on Celebrity Mastermind. It ain't mastermind. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'll say no more. I don't want to ruin the magic. What was your specialist subject on mastermind? Uh, Quantum Leap, the TV series. I thought you were going to say quantum physics for a second. I was like, I have really underestimated you, Jason Yeah, Mumford. sorry. Yeah, I've got a degree in it. Yeah, Quantum Leap. Wow. Nailed it. Did you? Absolutely nailed Quantum Leap. Yeah, that do, was fine. Do you remember how many you got right? I got 100% on Quantum Leap. Wow. Um, then the general knowledge started. Right. I got bit by I got beat by Harriet Harman. But then she's a politician. She should be cleverer than me. True. Um, I mean, one of the dancers off Strictly came joint third with me. <laughs> and uh, joint third, I'm clinging on to that. There's <laughs> only four contestants. Uh, but uh, yeah, I did that. What else have I done? Um, uh, millionaire. Did you do that by yourself? Yeah, I got into the final on 15 to 1. Oh. Me and Stephen Mangan were the last two. But... I did 15 to 1. I did. I nearly got into the final, that's what I'm saying. I did all right with that. That's tactical, though. It's about getting rid of the right person. Yeah, it is. I voted off um, Jermaine Greer, which I, I still regret, to be honest. I felt I felt bad about that. But, oh. you know, you've got to take out the strongest. You do, yeah. My enemy's enemy is my friend. <laughs> uh, but uh, millionaire, you, so generally, if, you, if, you're, if, you think, if you're thinking about it, you can be savvy, and so you can go, right, well, I'll pick a friend or I'll pick someone who I know is quite bright or whatever. But I just didn't, I didn't have any time to think about it. So they just said, we'll just pair, we, pair you with another celebrity on the day. Yeah. And it's all for charity, so it's all fine. So I got there, and they paired me with me with a... Amir Khan, the boxer. Right. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm fine. There's some very clever boxers out there. Chris Eubank look, sounds like a very clever man. Amir Khan, lovely boy, lovely boy. We sit there and uh, there was a moment where he said, um, with a question, and this was just the first question, right? And it said, uh, e-, e equals MC square, the, you know, theory of relativity, um, so which uh, which genius came up with this, right? Now, which genius is, you know, yeah. came up with this formula, right? It was like uh, Albert Einstein. And then the other three were like people off TOWIE. <laughs> like, one of it was like an orange. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was... It was the obvious one, right? And uh, so I thought, look, I'll, you know, obviously I know this, but I'll, let's let's see what Amir can do. Let's, let's get this started. Right. And... Uh, 
And I said, Amir, and he not properly looked at it, he just looked at the questions. Rather, to be fair to him, he'd only looked at the questions and not the, 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 the multiple choice answers. And he, he said, um, I don't, this, was, this was before I was born. I was like, that is not an excuse to not know something. Like, I know about dinosaurs, but it doesn't, I wasn't there. I know about the World War Two. I wasn't there. Uh, yeah, so that was hard, but we managed to get. We did all right, I think. We did. We, you know, we won fifty grand or whatever, something. We did all right on it, but it was hard. That's pretty good, fifty grand. Yeah, I tell you the other weird thing about uh, it wants to be a millionaire. I don't know if you knew this, but you know the phone a friend. Yeah. So I got my dad as phone a friend. Yeah. Right. So because he's the like, cleverest man I know, so I said to my dad, right, you're going to be my phone a friend. They send a security guard to your to the house. What? What to check? You can't go and Google. So basically, the security guard. When the show's on, the security guard sat with my dad in the living room, no phone, no telly, no laptop, and literally just had to sit there all night. Until, in case you called. Until, in case you called. Oh my gosh! I know. I didn't realise they went to that extreme. Because I always assumed that if you were quick enough, you could Google. You could it. just quickly Google it. Yeah, I think it's a B. Yeah, yeah. No, it, like the guy is making sure that you don't do that. Wow. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Blimey. Just sat there with him. And, and my dad still got it wrong. <laughs> Can't believe it. Absolutely <laughs> mortified. I was like, ask the security guard, see if he knows. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Ellie Taylor is my guest this morning. Good morning. Uh, we worked together on uh, Show Me the Funny many years ago. Uh, and uh, and even then, I could tell that you were going to be a proper comic and, and it, for it to go well for you. Oh, thanks, mate. Uh, you've always been very good, uh, writing new shows and, and, uh, and, and doing the clubs. And, and now you're doing your own show. I am doing my show. Uh, so I am at the Soho Theatre next week doing my yes. show Infidelity. Ellie, Infidelity. Ellie's in there. Nice. Good when you have to explain a pun. I know, it? yes. Well, it's um, hard when, it, when it's probably it's hilarious. visually. It's Yeah, visually, mega <laughs> What's the show about? It's about being married and wishing I'd slept with more people. <laughs> brilliant sub. Husband's delighted. Yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> but is he out of the country at the moment? <laughs> yeah, he, he thinks it's about like trees or something, but no. No. <laughs> What's this show Infidelity about, sweetheart? Oh, nothing, nothing. Ah, it's just a joke. Don't worry it's about it. It's a pun. It. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, how was it? How was it? And so you've done that show a lot, or is this? So I did that in Edinburgh last year, right. and then I toured it, um, and I'm just I did some dates at Soho last year, and then right. they did quite well. So I've just gone back to do a few more dates. So this Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, yeah, Ellie Taylor at the Soho Theatre. Now I want to ask you this, right? I don't want this, I don't want this to be like an embarrassing question, right? But you are, and people see off the thought you're a, you're a good looking person, right? That's fair to say. You can't comment on that. I understand. What is stand up like coming from? Do you find it more difficult? Does is do audiences look at you and, and assume anything when they see you? Because you were essentially you modelled or something. You must have done something in the past. I did, but that, I find that such a weird question. I know, I know it is because I think comics are generally quite weird looking and ugly. Not ugly. Think, that's been that's I harsh. Think, I think you're putting yourself down, Gollum. I think you're actually. <laughs> there's loads of like I don't I don't know I don't know what you mean. There's loads of people who are not Who's who a don't physically repulse me. Looking comic. Jack Whitehall. Okay, apart from Jack Whitehall. Joel Domit. Yeah, Joel Domit's doing well. All of the women. Well, again, though, I don't think that's true. Yes, and I don't it think is. that's a bit harsh. But you know, no, I don't, and I don't mean from my own point of view. What I'm saying is, typically, stereotypically, magazine typically, that's what I'm saying. Because I always think comics are the odd looking person on the edge of society looking in and, and sort of judging it. They're the, the kids at school who got 
picked on a little bit for being a bit weird or whatever. So to be like as a as someone, and this is just from a strictly we're, we're talking broad strokes, yeah, good looking points of view. Uh, my point of view on good looking yeah. people is yeah. as an audience, do an audience see someone come on and think, well, where's your struggle been? Because you look amazing. So how can you struggle? Where's your struggle been all all your life to tell me what's funny and what's not? I don't do like an inventory at the beginning like guys <laughs> honest, can you give me out of 1 to 10 do a Trump like rating on me but what how do women react to you, when you on, as, a, as a comic what, oh, in, I don't, in the like, I don't know they've only ever re- I, again you don't mm. I don't see people going oh well I'm not listening to her she's done her hair <laughs> absolutely not interested um, fine like yeah. I don't I've never I, you can only ever know a job and how it is for you and it's always obviously been exactly yeah, yeah. The same for me, and as it is for you. But you're making like I think you're you are painting a certain comedian, and there are Maybe definitely comics that that come from that who were bullied yeah, at school yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. kind of and have a struggle. And then there are people who Maybe have because I've always just been life. like a slightly you know overweight <laughs> comic who's not bothered about his appearance, and right. I'm like, I wonder what would happen if you were good looking doing this job. <laughs> because I like I do jokes about so for example I do jokes about being overweight or being uh, you know. Uh, whatever it would be, and, and these comics would do stuff about being bald or being—I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. Like that—that's yeah. their yeah. their insecurity about yeah. what they look like, sure. or you yeah. know, when they come on and do their their stuff. Yeah, maybe you're just more cerebral than I am. Absolutely not. <laughs> maybe you're just a cleverer comic. <laughs> No, because I do like reference, um, and I do, like I used to do stuff about when I used to model. Okay. And, but then if you t- if you if you pitch it the right way, and I would t- you know I I was a model, and I would do a bit about how I was uh, a size ten, which in the modelling world I was like Hagrid with a thyroid oh, that, problem. Oh, of course, like, I was right. massive, <laughs> and it, I was very different. So yeah, in that yeah, way, yeah, I was yeah. the outsider within that world. Got you. Um, oh, okay. So you know, there's always different. Because that's the thing, is it? Like as a comic, I always just see it as you being an outsider. Yeah. Looking into society, yeah. You know? I do what I know what you mean there because I, I I had I I shouldn't be a comic on paper because you know had absolutely charm childhood. <laughs> yeah, nobody bullied me. No, no one bullied me. Lovely yeah. parents, beautiful uh, upbringing. <laughs> did very well at school. Lovely yeah. time at university. Um, very no happily married. Problems, no, so yeah. I don't really know why. Where are you getting your jokes from? Um, I'm dead inside. Essentially, <laughs> I'm broken. I'm broken inside. But that, I guess that's that is the brilliant thing about comedy like it is a meritocracy like if you're funny and you're doing your stuff then it's sort of audiences don't care do they that essentially they're just like are you funny you're doing funny things i'm happy with that essentially yes it's true yeah. that's the general rule yeah. of thumb um although joel dominic needs to stop taking his t-shirt off i'm so telling jealous of that what was that about on comic relief spoiled it for me i bet it got more donations i actually though. didn't donate on on purpose <laughs> there's 20 quid still in my account that was supposed to go to comic relief i thought i'm not doing it because you took your shirt off dominic <laughs> And well, then again, Russell Howard's looking pretty buff these he days. He is, yeah. He's been working out, but you can when you've got no kids, can't you? You know what I mean? I've got, I've got something to say about all comics. <laughs> Easy, isn't it? If you've got no kids, <laughs> I'd love, I'd love, I would go to the gym all the time. That's not true. Tell you what, Joel Domit doesn't do. What? Bounce on a trumpet. I bet he doesn't. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Joel Domit. Real men teeth. bounce. <laughs> So your show's on at Soho Theatre uh, this Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. So uh, go. where can people follow you and find out more information? Um, I'm on Twitter at Ellie Jane Taylor, on Instagram at Ellie Jane Taylor. You know, all the usual. All the usual. Just use Google, mate. Yeah, Google it. What are you on about? Use. We don't have to tell you everything. You don't, for God's sake. Do your you own work. You should know these things. You know, I'm Amir Khan. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is... Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.
Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Ellie Taylor is here with me this morning. Good morning, uh, everybody. Fabulous comic who I've uh, worked with many times. Uh, definitely go and see her and follow her on Twitter and all that palaver. Um, so th- this week, of course, um, you can't help but have seen, of course, the, the, the uh, terrible things that happened uh, in London in the middle of the week. And I wanted to spend a bit of time, obviously this is not the show uh, to go into that, but the... the I wanted to focus on the emergency services this morning, just a little bit, just for the next 20 minutes or so. I want to know, right, because it's so easy, I think, when it comes to emergency services uh, to uh, to complain. It's so easy to complain because it obviously comes out of your taxes and you pay for it and all that sort of stuff. It's easy to complain that, the like, a copper pulled you over and you got a speeding fine, like, uh, you know, the ambulance took a while to come and firefighters spent 80% of the day playing snooker, or whatever the thing is that you <laughs> want to complain about. So I want to know about the moments that the emergency services came through for you, like the heroes they are. Because that, I think that was the striking image this week, was actually seeing uh, these people who, without any thought to their own safety, for any thought for themselves, just coming out straight away and helping people. And I know that I think that is that must be a calling, like that must be something already in you, because I don't know what you are like as a person, Ellie, mm. but I know for me I would be very much thinking probably about myself at sure. that point. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. Uh, so I asked on Facebook about it. Uh, you can always also tweet me, 8, 12, 15 on the text. The moments that any of the emergency services, and I'm talking, you know, obviously the, the, the police, there's the, the ambulance, fire brigade, Coast Guard. Coast Guard. The AA, is that one? No. <laughs> I don't know. Are they, are they not one of them? I think they said they were. Let's leave the AA. Let's stick to the proper ones <laughs> this morning. Uh, so I've got a couple on uh, Facebook already. Jody Waterworth this morning says, Hey, Jace, I had an allergic reaction whilst my husband was working nights. He came in at 6am and by 6.30 the ambulance was blue lighting it down our road with a paramedic hanging out of the open door. An amazing feat, bearing in mind my husband had uh, ambled home from work three miles away and we live in rural Cornwall, nowhere near the ambulance station. Those paramedics and my husband all saved my life. And the best part, the medic hanging out of the door was actually my dad. What? Wow, that is a rural place, isn't it? Uh, I couldn't be more proud of him and the work he does. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Have you, have you ever had to use an emergency service? Have you been lucky uh, so far? I've had, like, a photo with a policeman. That's I don't think that counts thing, when I'm though. drunk. Can I no. try any helmet? Yes, that's not... It'll be really fun. No, that's very that's very much not the same thing. Jay Howell says, I'm married to a beautiful lady, police detective. She saved me. Uh, she saved me. Does that count? Uh, Carol Reed says, my brother is a serving officer of 25 years. We're immensely proud of him. Can't wait until he retires, though, at last... Uh, last Wednesday brought it home to me at the dangers he faces on a daily basis. As a family, we are grateful for each and every day he returns home safely. I mean, that's the crazy thing, isn't it? That idea that you go out, you know, and I've got one of my very good friends, her husband, my friend Kate, her husband, mm. Lee, is a, is a policeman. Mm. And I find, yeah, she was, it, she, it does really make it very close to home, exactly like you said. She, yeah. she, it made her really sort of shook up and she's just got a new baby and it's like, what would happen? And it's just unbelievable. It's horrible, isn't it? really You horrible. go out there for, let's be honest, not, certainly not the money, uh, you know, a lot of people, and I include myself in that, by, you know, earn from doing ridiculous jobs like this and others and they do these jobs I just find it absolutely amazing that, that was the thing that really struck me this week and mm. made me very proud so 81215 is the text 0330 123 1215 I would love you to come on air and tell me your story of the time one of the emergency services saved your bacon Jason Manford 
Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Ellie Taylor is my guest this morning and we are talking uh, emergency services after the heroics this week. I was just interested, just for a few minutes really, just to reflect and uh, and just have a little shout out for those people who do those jobs that where we don't always necessarily have respect for. Uh, don't get me wrong, we're good people, we're nice people, we have uh, the moments where, you th- where we know they do a good job, but at the same time, someone pulls you over uh, for speeding or whatnot, suddenly you forget. So uh, <laughs> I think it's just an interesting thought. Uh, myself and my boyfriend are both serving police officers. This is a text, by the way, I'm not... You know I'm not a police uh, policeman. Uh, myself and my boyfriend are both serving police officers in the Met. He was at the scene at the Westminster attack. So proud of him and love him to pieces. Uh, this is anonymous, but uh, the fire brigade rescued me from my school railings when I was four. Head stuck. Oh, no. Classic Beano mistake. <laughs> They did a speedy job and saved me from too much embarrassment. However, the next day, the local Birmingham paper came to the school and made me reenact the ordeal for a photo. <laughs> I thought I'd be clever and change my name to Rachel, forgetting my actual face was stuck between the railings. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's a, I that's mean, that hilarious. must be... When the phone goes at the... Because that... I mean, I know it's random, of course, ambulance and police and stuff like that, but with the fire... Uh, brigade, the, the extreme mm, differences yeah. of the jobs. When that phone goes, you're like, right, is a firework factory on fire? We've got to go into a burning <laughs> building, uh, or is a child's head stuck in a railing? <laughs> like, <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, Dave says, "Hi team." Hearing you talk with pride about our amazing police service, we are immensely proud of those who place their lives on the line each day to protect us. You can show your support, he says, by visiting believeinblue.org.uk. It's a website where you can simply say, I believe in blue. There's no cost, just a chance to uh, like to show your support, essentially. Nice. Uh, Worth a look. And uh, another anonymous one, but uh, you're quite right, I did forget. But uh, myself and my husband both work as officers in the prison service. We always get forgotten, uh, and, but we still have to deal with violence and suicide and complex needs prisoners on a daily basis. We earn uh, less than the police and the fire brigade and have to work until we are 68 with rubbish pensions. We haven't had a pay rise in six years and our staff are cut to six staff to 180 prisoners. Oh, my gosh. Crikey, I did not know that. Blimey. Blimey, that is another job that I definitely couldn't do. You know when you just see jobs where you go, nah, nah. couldn't do it. Yeah, I've watched Orange is the New Black. It looks quite tricky. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's pretty bang on as well. That's, it's a documentary, I believe. It's essentially, yep. essentially it is. Uh, it's at 8.12.15 on the text this morning. Do let us know. Uh, keep them coming in. Uh, and we'll, uh, after the news as well, I'll give you a website uh, where the the, the 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 Absolute Radio family have been helping uh, this week uh, get people involved. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for all your texts this morning on 8, 12, 15. Lots, uh, lots of love coming through for the uh, emergency services. Obviously, my um, slight bent is to find the funny ones. Uh, Karen, Karen says, Hi, Jason. My husband is a firefighter. He's always helping, uh, always helping people. One New Year's Eve, he got called to help a man with his head stuck in a cat flap. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's going to be an unusual, wasn't it? New Year's Eve. What was he doing? Getting in or out, I guess. But at what point did you think, yeah, I reckon I could do that? That's miss, yeah, that's full, that's slightly foolish. Because even even a cat's got whiskers. Like the the whiskers yeah, they, of a cat, 
determines whether it can fit through a hole or not. It, it knows. You know, um, you're really proud that you know that fact. It's one of those facts everyone knows, but yeah. you, when you say it, you think nobody knows it. <laughs> that's what you. It's like it's like uh, Les Dawson was actually really good at the piano, and that's how he was able to play it so badly. <laughs> facts that everybody knows. <laughs> But think they're saying it for the first wow, that's time. that's so interesting. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> we should do that. Jot that down, Chris. We'll do that as a topic one week. Facts everybody knows <laughs> already. Um, but, uh, yeah, what was he thinking? What was he thinking? There's one, there was one in the paper the other day. Uh, cops were forced to remove two women from a nightclub uh, after furious bust-up where one deleted the other one on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Wow. Getting deleted by uh, someone on Facebook, it says, can be a blow or a blessing depending on the person, but rarely would it lead to such a furious bust-up as happened in Gloucester last night. Two women began rowing in a nightclub after one unfriended the other on the social media sites. That is unbelievable, isn't have it? You ever, have you ever unfriended someone and then have to like see them and go, oh... Right, this is, this is a funny subject, this, because oh. I've got... My Facebook is full of people, because obviously every new job you do... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. And then yeah. gradually yeah. you stop working with those people yeah. and then you, it's not like we work in an office, we see the same people every day. So this is quite harsh, right? But every so often, like, somebody's thing will come up who I've not seen for years and they'll they'll just post something like, oh, you know, it's World Book Day and here's my kid or whatever. And I just think, am I going to see them again? Nah, <laughs> gone. <gasps> yeah, I've done that a few times. Harsh, that, isn't it? That is harsh. But I get what you mean. It's just sort of I just think, well, why, why am I... Yeah. Why am I reading about their kid? Yeah. I don't know them anymore. Oh, I've got and, a few people like that, but I'd feel mean, I think, getting rid of them. Uh, well, this is the trick. What you can do is you can just unfollow. So sure. you're still technically friends. Yeah. You just don't see their gump every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that quite useful. You can't um, do... I like. Are you, are you on Instagram? I am, but I'm not, I don't really use it enough. I'd like that. You can't do that on Instagram. You're either in or you're out. Oh, I see. You yeah. get all their stuff or you don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it, that? I know, I, I know on... Um, <laughs> this is really weird but on it happened to me uh, on uh, Facebook when I finished Chitty there was one person in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang we just for whatever reason they just didn't like me right. from, from day one it was a long year and uh, literally the day afterwards I was like oh I'm not on there <laughs> I'm not on <laughs> Facebook anymore the day after gosh yeah they'd been bearing a grudge and they just what have you been doing literally you know what was funny was I tr- I don't want to go into too much detail. I tried so hard uh, because I'm one of those comics who's like, why doesn't everybody like me? Like sure. it, it affects my yeah, actual yeah. mood. Yeah. And I'd come home and I'd say to uh, to my partner, I'd say, God, it was really hard today. I did this such and such a thing. I just can't get it. And she would go, why do you care that this person doesn't like you when all the others do? I'm like, I know, but that one person. It's that mentality at the gig, isn't it? You see yes. the one person not laughing and yeah. that's the person that you focus in on. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was very weird. Weirdly, there was one point where, one day where we had a bit of banter and uh, and I was dead, like, happy about it. And I was saying to my friend, I was like, who was in the show, I was like, oh, we had, like, a bit of banter today. Like we were, And he was like... It's like an abusive relationship <laughs> where you're happy because they've been nice to you. Yeah. That should be the norm. I was oh. like, I know. But sometimes, to, the problem is sometimes in that world, in the in the West End world or in, in the world of musicals, when you're from the telly, there's an assumption that you're only in a job because you're on the telly. And don't get me wrong, I'm not stupid enough to not think that that is part of the job that you're selling tickets. Yeah. But you've also got to be able to do it. Yeah. No one's getting jobs because they can't do it. Don't get me wrong. So anyway, I could talk about that for ages. <laughs> That was a little bit of realness coming out there. <laughs> oh, crikey. Anyway, I thought what I might do is just unleash it when I host the Olivier Awards. 
so eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. Uh, we'll have a little uh, Mother's Day uh, situation going on very shortly. So do let us know. I want to hear from. Um, you know, there's loads of radio shows this morning. They'll be doing, oh, my mum's brilliant. She does all these, all those stereotypical things. But I really would love to hear from the mums who are slightly off the wall, off the wall, just the motorbike riding, poker playing, crazy mums. <laughs> That's what I want to hear from this morning. Matters. Helen Wiggum has texted me. She says, uh, my mummy's 70 next year. Today she went to, th- she's going to Thorpe Park on her own to go <laughs> on a wa- all the roller coasters. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is fantastic. I love that. Like it's her day. It's Mother's Day. I'm off to Thorpe Park. That's fab. I love that. Absolutely love it. What's your, what's your mum like? Is she, is she, is she sort of like a typical mum? Has she got her, her own? She is the matriarch. Yes, of course. Um, and yeah, I get my showing off from her. Right. She's, yeah, she's yeah. a drama queen. So okay. And she's out of the country, so I can say well that. Yes, of course. She's a blooming nightmare sometimes, but oh, she's, tell she's me great. About it. Tell me about it. My mum can be an absolute nightmare. But, God, love her. Love them to bits. Yeah. She's great, but she's, she can be hard work. Um, Helen Cole says, my mum has been front row at a Noel Gallagher concert in the mosh pit at Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Absolutely love that. And uh, Claire Hassoun uh, says, my mum lives in France and is 73. She's amazing. She's done high zip wires and last year jumped out of a plane for the British Legion Poppy Appeal. <gasps> love that. 73, oh, going for it. I would never it. go out of a plane. That's never incredible. Doing that. Never doing that. Uh, James Mason uh, Jennings says, uh, my mum's 70 this year, still scuba dives and bungee jumps. Is she James Bond? I love that. That's great. That's super cool. My mum has just done a personal training course. As in... Has she really? She's going to teach personal training. Like, she's going to teach fitness, yeah. Has she always been into sort of fitness? No, only in the last, like, five years. She lost, like, four stone. Wow. And she essentially was going to the gym and she got to a point where she was, like, all the personal trainers at the gym are these, like, buff young guys or, like, fit women. And uh, she just couldn't, like... She went... She had a few of them with them and she just felt awkward. Like, it was just... They were coming from a different thought process I guess and she was like you know my knees are a bit sore and my back goes a bit because I'm busy all day doing all these things and there's no fitness thing for me for, for, for women of my age you know in their sort of 50s and 60s that's a great market yeah so she was like well, what if I could sort this so she'd done the diploma and she's now a person my mum's a personal trainer that's so true that's such a good idea yeah I think she's onto something there yeah because if you're like you're older you don't really you're not going to relate to Joe Wicks are you <laughs> Jumping around no, for exactly. twenty minutes with his, with his top off again. Yeah, no, exactly. No, I think that's the idea. So maybe she's onto something there. Who knows? This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. The very funny Ellie Taylor is my guest this morning. Hello. Hello. And uh, we, have a, we have a second guest. We have David Finn from School of Rock. How are you? I'm very well, yeah. Lovely. I'm a bit, a bit I'll, I'll I did a show last night, but... Um, oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. I know Sunday morning's not great, is it, for... Uh... And the clocks went back as well. And the oh. clocks. I've oh. <laughs> been robbed. I know. Um, yeah. Tell me about it. So you're in School of Rock. I am, yeah. The big hit show. You're nominated this year for yeah. an Olivier. Yeah. Very exciting. Uh, how's the show? Tell us about the show. So it's based on the film. 
It's yeah, it's kind of it's based on the film, but they kind of. Um, and they, you're the the Jack Black. I am the Jack Black guy. Yeah. Character, yeah. Um, people do kind of just stand at stage door and just go, "Oh no, it's Jack Black." Yeah, yeah of course. Um, <laughs> so I just don't even bother. Kind people of saying, are oh, it's so David, funny. But no. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah, it is. It, it kind of is, it's based on the film, um, but they kind of go into a bit more depth with the relationships with the parents and the kids. Oh, okay. Um, it kind of gives it a bit more. Um, I think a bit more heart and, and jeopardy. I think. And it's Lloyd Webber. It's Lloyd Webber yeah. and uh, Julian Fellows. Oh, wow. Who wow. on paper, and they'd admit this, on paper would uh, <laughs> yeah. not be the, uh, yeah, the dream team. The rockiest people on Yeah, there. but then, um, I mean, Andrew's roots are kind of in rock musicals. I mean, Jesus Christ Superstar was... Course, uh, yeah, yeah. So he knows his stuff. Yeah, yeah, For sure. Yeah. Um, and Julian just, he's, he's just good at writing scripts, I guess. But he's the best. Yeah. He's the man. He does all right. He does all right. So, and the show is, I mean, it's a phenomenal success, uh, Broadway and here. Yeah. Um, was it an arduous process to get the part? Or did you go for 12 um, Well, I auditioned, I auditioned for it in the States, um, but it, did, it didn't work out for, for one reason or another. Yeah. Um, and I think when they, when, they, uh, when they decided to bring it here, um, they called me back in and I just went for one meeting for the, for the London right. cast and then got the call a couple of days later. Oh, okay. Because wow. they'd seen you a bit Yeah, I think, I think maybe they just thought, oh, well, maybe we'll just kind of keep it in our pocket for, for London. And what's it like with the rest of, um, with like the, uh, the actual, oh, crikey, we're getting some weird extra people talking to us there. Um, what's it like working with so many kids as well on? Well, it's kind of, um, it's, it's hard work because they're all so full of energy. They all kind of... <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> So I've I've kind of got to match that, and there's three teams of kids, right? So right. they rotate the teams. So you got to get equal of child. warmth and, and yeah. charm with each one of them. So with child labour laws and stuff, you know, it's not like the old days. We just chimney sweeps. You just kind exactly. of <laughs> the good them in a workhouse. Yeah, get out of it. Um, so it, 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 I think what that does, I think that keeps the adult cast fresher because yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got a different kid every night, and each each kind of kid as a slightly different performance course, the blocking's yeah. a little bit different or they've got a different intonation on a certain line yeah so you've got to be on your toes to kind of, of course. to kind of make sure that you're yeah you're I remember keeping in, up with that. in Chitty we had three we had different uh, sewer kids every town we went in but I had three sets of my own children Pot's children yeah and uh, and you're right it was different for each one that come in it would be slightly different yeah like, to a point where like one would be heavier than the other after yeah that. <laughs> I have to lift him into the car. I'm like, yeah, I've got to, I've got no, to you're right. It. There's a bit where I have to lift one yeah. of the kids onto a desk, and we just had a one of the so it's Zach is the kid that plays the guitar. Yeah, and uh, we just had one of them leave. Kid called Tom Abersgold. He's he's fantastic, but um, he's ju- he's just really tall. Yeah. Right. He's just really yes. tall. So it, it just kind of um, it just gets to the point where the story doesn't work so well if they look older or whatever. Yeah, so of course. Tom's left us. Um, as good as he was, and then there's a new. And they all play instruments coming. and everything. Yeah, wow. and there is every so much pressure on them. Like, yeah. do they, how, I don't know how they cope. I I would find that terrifying. There, it's it's insane. I don't know where they get the moxie from because it's amazing. On press night, I was kind of shaking, yeah. and and they're all just like eating Haribo and cake, <laughs> and it's like I'm like, are you eating cake before the show? They're like, yeah, I don't care. They're wow, just, it's just so fun for them. And you know, one of the boys, one of the Zacks, the guitarist. He's done like the Ellen Show in the States, and Crikey. he's done like the Raw Variety. You do They're, find they've wow. often got a bigger CV than you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, Some of them that. have just got like Lion King, yeah. Aladdin, <laughs> yes. Les Mis. They're just like West yeah, my, End. My son in Chitty had just come off Les Mis and was going straight into Strictly Ballroom or something. Like he was, really? yeah, he was, he was never out of work. This kid. Well, of like, course, I've given my gavroche. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're amazing to watch. Absolutely amazing to watch. Yeah. Uh, we'll have more from David uh, very shortly. Uh, if you've got any questions, eight twelve fifteen is the text. Jason.
Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Ellie Taylor is with me this morning. Hello, Hello. I'm here. She's there. And uh, David Finn from School of Rock is my guest as well. Uh, I've messed around with your microphone again. Um, now, the show, like I said, is a massive success. You've been nominated for an Olivier, which, uh, this is your first time nominated? This is my first, yes, first okay. Olivier nomination. Yeah. And uh, it's, I've heard the host of the show is, is hilarious. It should yep. be a good night. <laughs> That's the word on the street. <laughs> is James Corden doing it? Turn your mic down. <laughs> he gets enough work. For Not that name in here. He's American. He's already stake, taking all the jobs I want as well. So. Same. Damn you, Gordon. And uh, uh, the show. I mean, I'm, I'm still not yet to see the show. Um, I'm, I'm coming to see a lot of the shows over the next uh, two weeks that are nominated. Oh, so nice. On the night that I can actually know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, what else have you been in? What other shows w- w- people may have seen you in? Um, so I've I've been living in the states for the last couple of years but before that I was in uh, I did a musical at the Donmar okay. the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee perfect that's <laughs> a bit of a mouthful <laughs> which was um, partly improvised oh wow yeah wow. and we had um, so it's a spelling bee in the States like a spelling competition yeah, where yeah, kids yeah. got up and they compete against each other um, and Steve Pemberton oh, was yeah. um, playing the teacher and he used Great. to write different different gags every night <laughs> so he'd kind of just um put us all off and he'd kind of um on your toes yeah and so we had to get guests up out of the audience to spell right. take part in the competition and we had this uh we had this chinese medical student in one day and we couldn't get him out because he course, kept spelling yeah. all the words right <laughs> so we throw all these amazing words at him and then steve he had to write a word that was made up just to get this just kid to get out rid yeah, of yeah. Him. wow yeah that could have been a long night. Yeah, yeah, it was it was going that way. Uh, and then I was in uh, She Stoops to Conquer at the National, um, Mojo with the RSC. So you've done loads, I mean, I looked at your CV this morning, you've done so many things, and then this massive show comes over, it's nominated for three Olivier's, uh, Best Outstanding Achievement in Music. What do you reckon that's for? What's, I mean, that's that's for the kids. So that's for all yeah, the that's Because that's the, they all play the instruments. Because they all play the instruments oh, live right. every wow. day, and, I mean, they absolutely shred. Right, like, really? Yeah, wow. it's, it's unbelievable. Because um, so, I get annoyed with my daughter just playing the recorder. Like, so yeah. what, what must it be like for those parents? <laughs> yeah, some kids just rocking out, and they don't stop. They kind of go into this like the, the the boys that play the guitar. They go into this kind of trance whenever they're holding the guitar. They just kind of their eyes glaze over and their fingers are just going a million miles an hour. And also, wow. if I play the guitar, they don't look at my face. They always watch my fingers for the chords. Oh, I they're see. They're just always obsessed. Wow. And I think you know that's that's why they're so good. Because do you they think just, you've met some future like legends? Yeah. Do you think a few of Absolutely. these are going to be like, oh, my first show was School of Rock, or I did School of Rock? Yeah, I mean, I think some of the some of the kids are just already kind of, in terms of acting and stuff and shows, yeah. they're flying. Right. But the musicians are, are special. Some of them are just wow. it's special, yeah. So I, I mean, the big bands of the future, you reckon? Yeah, and I, I kind of, I joined a week after them because they kind of, because there were so many of them. Yeah. They wanted to kind of drill some of the movement into them. Uh, for a week before I got there and I remember I walked into rehearsal and it was as one of the boys were playing a guitar solo and it's kind of your eyes don't really you yes. don't really believe what you're seeing of someone's course, so yeah. small yeah. just playing to that level it's 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 unbelievable that's unbelievable Charles has texted me here just now he says David have you had any uh, any mishaps on stage I, I saw yeah. one night when you dropped your pick yeah, I dropped my pick uh, last week or the week before um, during the big song at the end, Teacher's right. Pet. And I've still got the cut on my finger. My, oh, wow. Because uh. they're so hard to pick up off the floor. Of course. <laughs> and I haven't got any nails, so I had to 
I couldn't pick it up, so I just played the electric guitar, and I was like really going for it, and I cut my finger, and it was wow bleeding. Wow, and, that's dedication. Yeah, um, one of the boys, uh, we because the kids push and pull a lot of the furniture on and off the stage, and one of the boys dropped a chair into the front row the other day. Oh gosh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, look at the look at the orchestra pit wasn't there. Yeah, no, no, because it would have. <laughs> yeah, there's the a drop. Uh, so he dropped it onto the front row, and um, but the audience loved that stuff. And they I think do. with things like that, I think you've you've got to give it a little nod. And I I just said, are you, are you guys yeah. okay down there? And the audience was like, yeah, yeah they yeah, love it yeah, if they yeah. if you just kind of break it a well, little it, bit. And, I mean, that's the magic of theatre, isn't it? That's yeah. the bit that anything could happen technically, yeah. and especially with the young actors as well. It's kind of it, it is yeah. unpredictable. It's, yeah, I can imagine. It's brilliant. Is this a favourite show you've ever done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just the role is just kind of it's it's so it's so kind of um, full on and energetic, but it's comedically it's so kind of in my yeah. I don't want to say comfort zone, but it's just I just Your love sense the of humor. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Great. And they that, they, they kind of during rehearsals and stuff, they let me do a lot of ad libs and stuff. Oh, and great! They they kind of let me play with it, and oh, that's really a lot cool. of that found its way into the show, or some of it found its way into the show. Now, on the, most on the, of it went. <laughs> yeah, well, invariably, yeah. On the night uh, of the Olivier's, now what this year the Olivier's theme, the message, is uh, be inspired, right? Be inspired. And so what I've asked, uh, and we talked about it on the show last week, we, we had uh, half sixpence guys on, uh, which what I've asked the um, the organisers to do is to write to all the nomination uh, nominees and say. Uh, when you come up and do your speech, right, and, and hopefully we'll get to hear yours on the night, and you're thanking your agent and your, you know, the yeah. other people that you're with, I want to hear from the person who inspired you first. Okay. That person. The person that you... Now, just as I've said it, somebody's just... That's a really good idea. ...blinked into your head. Yeah. The person that you would go, that was the reason I started this. Yeah. Whether it's somebody off the telly or a teacher or, yeah. or off, the, off the stage, who would that be? Um, I was doing... Uh, an amateur dramatic panto right. when I was uh, when I was sixteen, seventeen in Cardiff, mm. and uh, the guy who was running it, he he just he kind of he was just doing it every year for the passion of it. But he was an amazing. I, I don't know what the the type is when they're they're the they're the narrator of the the panto. The right, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. The wishy washy kind of character. Um, and uh, I was just doing it for fun, and I was doing kind of theatre studies for A level and stuff. But I was going to go and do English at uni. Right. And uh, he gave me a lift home one night and he said, what are you doing for a uni and stuff? And I said, um, I think I'm going to do English. He was like, don't, don't do that. Wow. You shouldn't do that. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, you should go to drama school. And it just came, kind of came out of nowhere. And I, was, I said, why? And he was like, well, you just, you, you love it too much. And you're, you're very talented. And, and that's, he was like, just, just trust me. He was like, just. Yeah, go, yeah. Go he's to, the guy. Go to drama and what's school. What's his name? Peter Cooksley. Peter Cooksley. So yeah, and sure. he when I went to drama school, he kind of he sponsored me and kind of wow. Yeah, because he's got his own company and stuff, and he he yeah. kind of donate money to you know. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, well, yeah he was go. amazing. That, I think that is a good idea. That yeah, <laughs> that we're gonna get, hear from people who inspired you. That's fantastic. Yeah, lovely. I love that. What about you, Ellie? Have you got someone who inspired you to start stand up? I had uh, not stand up, I suppose, but like I remember I had my first drama teacher who sort of suggested that I was quite good. And that really meant something because yeah. I'd always kind of like enjoyed it. But someone saying, "No, oh, you're really good at yeah. this." That was that because was nice when you're that age, they're they're the kind of the, the biggest authority, I guess, in of your course. world, aren't they? So yeah, it's outside your it, parents to have someone yeah. else, a grown up, say you are good at this. Yeah, who doesn't yeah. have to say it? Exactly. Either. Yeah. yeah. 
That's the, that's the trick. Uh, someone's just said, Jace, I've booked uh, tickets to see School Rock in May, taking my fella and his little boy who will be nine years old. He's beside himself with excitement because he's the drummer in a school rock band. Oh, I nice. can't wait to see the show. He could play Freddie maybe one day. Hey, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. It's Mother's Day, of course, and uh, wishing all the mums a very happy Mother's Day this morning. David, is your mum? Uh, well, she's probably not listening to the show, but she. Uh, she's give a little I'm not sure if she's up yet. But oh, she's right. um, legend. Yeah, late night was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my parents <laughs> are very, very heavy drinkers. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Um, she's probably she's probably out walking or something. She's um, yeah. she's. She's an animal lover, and she kind of feeds badgers at the back door. And oh right, crikey. yeah. She, my brother's got a lizard, a, a, a gecko, <laughs> and uh, the lizard. She Love walks that. around with a lizard on her shoulder. Amazing <laughs> around the house, yeah. Or in her hair, she's got this big curly hair, and she kind of the lizard kind of hangs out on her hair. Brilliant! Oh my god, I love the sound yeah. of her. She sounds fantastic. Uh, we've got Jed on the line. I think you're going to enjoy this, guys. Uh, Jed, I asked this morning. Uh, morning, Jed. Uh, hey, I'm good. How are you doing, Mara? I'm really well, thank you. We've been chatting about badass mums this morning. And, oh, uh... I've got the badass mum of all time, mate. <laughs> Go on, pal. <laughs> OK. Um, my mum used to deliver Spitfires and Hurricanes direct from the factory to the air bases during the Second World War. Wow. And was the only one... Whoever got shot down by a German night fighter. Love oh, it. my Long gosh. Ass. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that? that is oh, amazing. Did she have to parachute out? And she's 99 years old tomorrow. Wow. And did, so she she got shot, par- parachuted out and... and, and landed... No, she crash-landed it. Oh, she actually crashed it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it, was, it was one of those quirks where parachutes were... were we always ask this question. She said parachutes were designed for the guys who were earning a living, keeping us all safe, so they didn't give them parachutes because oh they never God. thought they were going to need them. <gasps> wow. Oh What's your mum's name? She said, and the scariest thing was, she said that, <laughs> this is amazing, because they were only going from A to B and there was no combat meant to be involved, there was only a certain amount of fuel in the plane <sighs> as well. That that got them from A to B. Wowza. So when she tried to run out, when she tried to outrun this night fighter, but obviously she was a very very good pilot. Yeah, sounds um, it. When she tried to outrun this uh, this uh, this night fighter, she said you could see the fuel gauge going down, and she said oh, she was weaving goodness. and sl- And she said, "I'm either going to run out of fuel or I'm going to get shot down." So. I mean, that scares me on on the M60. <laughs> so <laughs> when the petrol's going, I, think, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I've got enough here to the next one that is unbelievable what's her name I'll tell you what this is this is the calibre of person on, that you Jen. get from that era if, if I'm sorry I know I'm, I'm that's alright mate monopolising your show it's here absolutely fine when you were just doing the piece about emergency services yeah. you know what the first thing she said was and let's not forget all those young soldiers as well that are keeping us all safe wow so she's just think, always thinking about other people she sounds fantastic always, that type of person and I can just <laughs> I can just see her little fat head going up the stairs on her nemesis to use the loo I think <laughs> <laughs> so she's never given up the adrenaline you know what I mean I love it what, what, what's her name Jed? Veronica. 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 Fabulous. She sounds she's definitely our mum mum of the morning. I'll give her that. Oh nice one. Nice, nice one. one. Thanks, Jed. See you later, pal. Thanks, Mara. Cheers. Spoiler a lot today. Nice one. Uh lovely. Uh so we've we've give shout outs to all our mums, your mums. It's a lovely Mother's Day feel on the show this morning. Uh so let's have a quick uh, bit of admin before we go. School of Rock, David, tell us uh, where it's at and uh, how long it's on for and all that palaver. School of Rock is at the New London Theatre in London's glittering West End. 
Uh, and I believe they're taking bookings until January next year. Wowzer. That's how confident they are. They are confident. <laughs> <laughs> well, best of luck at the Olivier's. Thank you very much. I'll I see hope you to see you up on stage uh, claiming your award and giving that shout out. Uh, and uh, Ellie Taylor, where can we see you? Uh, I'm at Soho Theatre next Tuesday and Wednesday doing my show Infidelity. Infidelity, which just sounds brilliant. Thanks. Uh, so go and see that. Uh, me, um, nothing. See you next... Uh, <laughs> I'll be back next Sunday with this, uh, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Hope you well. Sarah Champion up after 11 o'clock. Have a lovely Mother's Day and I will see you next week. Jason. 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 Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where real music matters.